Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. There always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here is your host, Candy Messer. Hello, and welcome to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on last week's show, Get Real Results with Email Marketing, informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, a link is located under the episode directory on my Voice America page, as well as links for iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. If there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abandp.com. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. Angela Dorsey, founder of Dorsey Wealth Management, is a fee-only financial planner in Torrance, California, specializing in helping women-owned businesses and individuals plan for retirement. Comprehensive financial planning services include retirement planning, investment management, tax planning, estate planning, insurance, and cash flow management. Angela has a certificate in financial planning from the College for Financial Planning, an MBA from the Anderson School of Management at UCLA, and a BS in computer science from Loyola Marymount University. Angela is a certified financial planner and a registered investment advisor. She is a member of the National Association of Personal Financial Advisors. As a fee-only financial planner, she does not receive commissions to recommend any stock, bond, or mutual fund. She only recommends what is best for her clients based on their life goals, risk tolerance, personal, and financial situation. So welcome to the show today, Angela. Thanks, Candy, for having me. Well, I'm glad you could be here today. I know it's a great topic that we will be discussing today, and I know that the listeners will find it super helpful. Um, obviously, I gave a little bit of background just now on you, but why don't you tell me a little bit more about your background and how you became a certified financial planner? Oh, absolutely. Well, I have always had a personal passion for financial planning, even as a, a small child, I, <laughs> I would read many magazines. I, I just thought it was interesting. And so um, as I pursued my career, I actually um, became a compensation consultant for large companies for about 20 plus years. But then I really felt more of a calling for financial planning. And I would see uh, people, my coworkers, women around me who were very smart and who could um, – you know, do very well getting promotions and, um, you know, contributing to the workplace, but they really weren't very confident or secure in how to plan for their financial future. So I would help them out. And I um, really just felt that that was something that I was meant to do. And so I gradually phased in my own practice where um, I would um, help women business owners uh, plan for retirement, help individuals. And I went to the College for Financial Planning and I uh, got my CFP and started my practice and haven't looked back since. Well, that's a great way to get started, too. And you just see a need and you're there to fill it. So that's that's great. So obviously, in your business, you have met 
with lots of business owners and seeing the challenges that they're facing. So what have you found to be the biggest financial challenges that they are facing? Yes, I think the biggest financial challenges small business owners face is building personal wealth. So much of their time and energy is spent managing the day-to-day business activities that taking time to manage their personal finances often takes a back seat. Mm -hmm. So for many business owners, most of their wealth is tied up in their business, and their plan is that their business is their retirement plan. Mm -hmm. This is fine, but the owner must have a more diversified approach to eventually convert their business wealth into personal wealth. And so what I have found throughout these years is that there's really four critical areas that business owners um, need to to focus on in order to eventually retire. And number one, it's to properly manage cash flow. Number two, utilize a proper qualified retirement plan to save for retirement and lower their taxes. Protect business and personal assets against liability. You know, that's always important. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. then lastly, protect the business against death, disability, or departure of key people. So it really is kind of a four-pronged approach to make sure that you build wealth and then also protect what you have as you build it. Right. Well, and of course, in the industry that I'm in, I'm working with people and I see cash flow is a huge issue. Um, So let's talk about that first. You know, can you discuss some of the issues that you see entrepreneurs facing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cash flow is key. Everything stems from cash flow. Um, It it really is the lifeblood of a business. And, And managing cash flow, it's a continual struggle for most business owners. Without cash flow, it's hard to run a business for the long term. Mm-hmm. After you pay your major costs, you know, payroll, rent, supplies, equipment, um, you may struggle to, to pay for anything else. So, um, you know, it is a continuous struggle. You know, a couple of things. One way is to look at your cash flow and see if maybe you can improve your payment processes. You know, can you stretch out when you pay for purchases without being late? Can you put processes or incentives in place to shorten the time your, your clients pay you? You know, that often helps. Right. And then with technology, there's so much great technology out there to increase efficiency. Um, is there, you know, technology you could perhaps put in place like automatic reminders to make billing and receiving payments uh, easier for your clients? So you, you really need to get a handle on cash flow. And it is a critical step to know what your numbers look like. You know, like uh, one person told me, which I thought was really uh, clever, is, what gets measured gets managed. Mm-hmm. So um, this means having up-to-date financial books. So your services, Candy, are very key. <laughs> right. um, hire a bookkeeper like Candy if you don't already have one. Well, and I think what I see, I'm not sure you know, if you're seeing this, but from the bookkeeping perspective, when we work with clients too, is they don't always put themselves as their own client, you know, it's like, oh, I have to get client work done. So then they postpone invoicing their clients. And then when they're postponing that, they're not getting cash in because they haven't invoiced their clients. So it's important for them to even just put a specific date, you know, or if they're going to, you know, invoice a customer after a job finishes, but if not, you know, at least have a specific date every month that you're invoicing so you can get that cash in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then there's the pay yourself first. You know, you you Mm -hmm. just have to do it. Um, It's yeah, you know, we're we're very service oriented and we want to do what's right for the client. And sometimes we put ourselves last. So I totally agree. 
Yeah. I think one other thing is people don't realize how much it really costs to operate a business, especially if they're going to go into, you know, they're starting a business now and they think, oh, I'm going to have, you know, this much income and this much expense. And usually they overstate the income and understate the expenses. And then it's a shock, you know, getting into business and they don't have the cash that they need. Oh, gosh, absolutely. I mean, that's that's actually, you know, one of the, the key points here is that, you know, establishing a budget, you know, that, right. that is so key. And um, and that's really a key part to, to managing cash flow is you really do need a budget. And I know a lot of people, even when I work with people on their personal finances, they hate the word budget. They just hate mm-hmm. it. But I like to think of it as just making sure that your money is working for you and is, you know, supporting your goals. Right. And so if, you know, you don't have a budget, you know, it's hard to keep an eye on expenses and and it's really hard to make smart financial decisions of what to buy and when to buy. And, um, yeah, and I really think that everyone needs a budget. And, you know, I think a really red flag, a red flag is if, you know, business owner, their debt levels are increasing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with debt. I, you know, business owners, we need debt to to grow. We need capital. But if you find that your debt is growing and you're not really investing back into your business, then that is, is definitely a red flag. And, uh, you know, the fact that a budget needs to be established ASAP. So if someone hasn't ever really done a budget before and you're coaching them, like, what do you tell them how to start? You know, what do you recommend to them? Well, what we do first is just understand what's going on now. So I have this spreadsheet and I just have them track where their money's going. You know, make no changes for about one to two months. You know, just track where everything is going. And that alone is so eye-opening because many times they're not even aware of where Mm -hmm. their money is going. And so then that exercise leads into finding areas where they can cut back. And alongside that, it's knowing, you know, where you want to go, you know, what your goals are. And so you can then funnel that money into areas that will help your business grow. Uh, You know, whether it's marketing or, you know, invoicing, not having the right processes in place, having the right resources, people. So for me, it's really interesting. Um, I don't tell people how to spend their money, but I just help them go through the process of understanding how they're spending their money and then how to funnel it into ways that further their goals for themselves and their business. Right. I think that's helpful because a lot of people... You know, this is not something that's usually taught in school. Like, this is what you do. You create a budget, you know. So a lot of people really aren't aware, how do I even come up with those numbers or how do I determine how much I should be spending? And then going back and looking at it and comparing what are you doing to what you thought you were going to do, you know, and updating that is necessary. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I really do feel that you should review this at least annually, I know for myself, um, I encourage my clients to go through their expenses every year and, and see if there's anything they can cut. You know, maybe mm-hmm. there's a service or some sort of technology that they thought was great. You know, it was the next shiny object. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they found that they really didn't use it or it didn't work out as well as they thought. So I encourage them to always go through and look at, you know, things to cut back and see where they'd like to um, reinvest that money. Right. 
Well, and when you're working with someone, you know, what what do you tell them about why managing cash flow is so important? Like, how do you explain that to them? Well, managing cash flow is really looking forward. And so if you are able to manage cash flow properly, then you're able to reinvest money into your business and also build personal wealth for the owner. Um, you know, we talked about cash flow and how it's important for the business, but it's also important for the owner. If, mm-hmm. if you know, the cash flow isn't, you know, the, the way it should be, it's really, really hard to put money aside um, into um, qualified retirement plans that would further reduce taxes and also uh, provide for the owner's retirement. And so, you know, with that cash flow, it just helps the business to grow. It helps the um, owner to build personal wealth. And it just helps be on more um, solid ground. For example, you need an emergency fund. You know, it's hard to build an emergency fund if you don't have the proper mm-hmm. money. And then set aside assets for retirement. So, again, a bookkeeper would really help you with all of that. <laughs> right. And I think that's a good point that you brought up even about that emergency fund. Again, a lot of people are thinking... Uh, on the business, you know, I just have to make sure I'm operating and I, you know, I've got enough and they can draw the money out of the business as necessary, but having a separate personal emergency fund as well, uh, that they can fall back on if necessary, in case, you know, times do get a little bit tougher on the business and you can't draw that money out, making sure you're building up your personal savings as well as what you have in the business. Absolutely. And with, with all of the balls that we're juggling in the air, it's, it's all too easy to, like you said, not invoice on time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also to not uh, make sure you have your emergency fund established to make sure, you know, you're setting aside money for your retirement using plans that <clears throat> ultimately um, benefit the, the company anyway, because you get a tax deduction. Mm-hmm. So it really, it really limits you. It, it, it really is the lifeblood of, of a business. Right. Well, it's actually just about time for us to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to continue to chat with Angela about financial challenges business owners face and what can be done to solve them. You're listening to BizHelp for You with Candy Messer on Voice America Internet Radio. We'll be right back after this brief commercial break. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Tired of the get rich quick or how to flip home shows? Are you ready to step up your game and invest in commercial real estate? James Nelson, a top New York City broker, will show you step-by-step how to acquire, operate, and profit. You'll also hear from real estate legends on how they made their fortunes and industry experts on strategies for success. Tune into Real Estate Investing, live from New York, on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Business. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, affordable bookkeeping and payroll services is here to help. 
We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to Biz Help for You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to Biz Help for You. Welcome back to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. In the last segment, Angela Dorsey told us about her background and how she got into assisting entrepreneurs with their wealth planning goals. Now, let's continue our discussion. So, Angela, I know you briefly touched right before the commercial about utilizing a retirement plan. So, can you actually explain what the retirement plans are and how they could be used to lower taxes? Oh, absolutely. Um, And I see this as a huge opportunity that is missed by a lot of business owners. And um, business owners really have a tremendous opportunity to save for retirement. And they're just not aware of all the possibilities. You actually have more opportunities to save for retirement as a business owner than as an employee. Um, You know, I have many, many clients who are transitioning from a corporate job to becoming an entrepreneur and they're afraid that they may not be able to, um, you know, continue to save for retirement. And I tell them you actually have more opportunities to save mm. for retirement. I, I just find that many business owners don't take full advantage of it. And the, the plans I'm referring to are qualified retirement plans, which means that there are tax advantages mm-hmm. for these plans. And so they allow you to prepare for retirement and lower your taxable income. And um, I think what's, what's going on is many business owners feel that their business is their retirement plan, mm-hmm. which may or may not work out that way. Right. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, again, most business owners are, are so busy that this type of planning often takes a backseat. That's true. Yeah, we get busy. And you think you'll get to it, right? Or, like you said, you don't know what all the plans are. So, I mean, can you briefly touch on for someone who isn't aware? I mean, we know there's traditional IRAs and there's simple IRAs and things. But maybe for someone who isn't really aware of what's available, can you touch on those plans? Oh, absolutely. Um, There's many options to choose from. 
Uh, but you have to choose the right one for your situation. And I think that's where everyone gets lost. There's so many to choose from. It's easy to, to get confused and just figure, well, you know, I'll get to this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, you have to decide what you want the plan to accomplish. So really, it, it really starts with you. Um, is the plan to maximize contributions for the owner and their spouse? Is it to attract motivate and retain top quality employees, you know, really you have to decide, well, what is it that I want to accomplish with this qualified plan? And so, um, and then you have to decide, well, how much can the business afford to contribute to employee accounts? You know, let's say you, you have employees. Well, if you contribute to a plan, then you have to also contribute to your employee accounts. Mm-hmm. So, as you see, it comes back to cash flow again. You know, right. if you don't have the cash flow, <laughs> right, it's hard to take advantage of this. Mm-hmm. And so, there are many types of plans out there depending on what you want to accomplish and whether you have employees or not. For example, uh, let's just say you're a solo entrepreneur and, and you don't have any employees, then you can look at funding a solo 401k or a SEP IRA. You know, those are really two great options. With a solo 401k, you can, you can contribute more than a SEP IRA. Um, the amounts depend on the um, business income of, of the, the owner, but a solo 401k actually gives you a little more flexibility than a SEP IRA. Now, if you have employees, then you can also look at a, a regular 401k plan that most corporations have. You can look at a simple plan, profit sharing, or even a SEP IRA, as I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Now, for, for high-income business owners, there's a really, really great opportunity that um, not a lot of people are aware of. It's, it's called a cash balance plan. And if you are older, you know, let's say you're older and you don't have employees, or even if you do have employees and you want to, um, say, catch up for retirement, you know, so let's say you're in your your um, mid-50s to early 60s and you have a lot of catching up to do, you, mm-hmm. you've been so busy building your business and you just haven't had a chance to um, save for retirement, which is very common, then um, one option that you can look at is to combine a 401k plan with a profit sharing plan and a cash balance plan. And with that, it's tremendous. You can save up to $200,000 or more each year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really amazing. And all that's tax deductible. So you can really turbocharge um, saving for retirement. So I would assume that if someone is hearing this and is like, well, I know I need to do something, but I have no idea what to do, that they could sit down with you or, you know, a professional financial planner that in their area, they're not here, but, and they would look at the pros and cons of each and help them determine which is the correct, you know, route to go, at least for now. I mean, it might potentially change later, but I would assume that's part of the services that you are offering. Yes, 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 it is. I'd recommend um, a qualified professional. Um, And it it really does depend on the composition of the business, how much the owners are making, and even how much the employees are making, because there's different uh, requirements per the IRS that if you contribute X amount, you have to contribute 
X amount to your employees. And so there's an illustration that can be run to let you know what a certain plan would look like for your business. Because right. it's, very pers- it's very personalized, and that's why it really comes back to what it is that you want to accomplish, and then running through the numbers to see what makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I know you said that there's four challenges, so let's talk about that third challenge, protecting the business and personal assets. So what are some of the options that entrepreneurs have? Oh, yes, this is an, this is an area... We're really talking about insurance. Um, we're talking about, um, you know, protecting your business from liability and also your personal assets. And it really starts, the very first um, step is just picking your um, business entity, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's an LLC, an S Corp, C Corp, you know, just making sure that the right um business entity in, in, entity <laughs> is selected and um, that is consistent with your business and consistent with how you want to protect um, your assets. So that's really the, the first step is structuring your business um, to protect your business from liability. And then beyond that, you really need to make sure you have uh, professional liability insurance, uh, general insurance, that could protect you against allegations of negligent activities or or failure to use reasonable care, you know, whatever type of business you're in, you really need, um, you know, whether it's error and omissions uh, insurance or, you know, whatever is the proper insurance for the type of industry that you're in, uh, that needs to be established. And most people establish that hopefully when they uh, start their firm. Right. Well, and there are so many insurance policies out there now, too, right? Like you said, you have general liability. And a lot of people think general liability kind of covers everything. But obviously, you need workers' compensation insurance if you have employees or potentially maybe you want employment practices liability insurance or, you know, there's so many different, even data breach now, right? There's so many, you know, people that are, (laughs) you know, big businesses even that are being attacked, right? So I guess there's just so much you know, for people to be aware of out there too. And it's like, they don't always know what they don't know. So having a professional who could sit down with them and go through all of this and ask, you know, well, what type of entity do you need to be to protect yourself? And then of course there's tax advantages to some, and then there's protection advantages. So you have to kind of weigh that as well, right? You really do. Um, it, it, it's so important to make sure you have the proper insurance in place. And I know that insurance isn't the most exciting mm-hmm. uh, topic you know, we're all so excited to get started on our business and, you know, grow our business and everything. But you really need to start with the firm foundation of, of having the right um, uh, corporate structure and then having the right insurance in place because you never know. I mean, hopefully, you know, just like with personal insurance, you hope you'll never need it. But in case you do, it's, it's there to protect. And, right. um, you know, it's really about growing your business and protecting your business at the same time. Right. It's just like, I mean, well, in California, we're required to have it too. And I'm sure a lot of states do too, but auto insurance, right? You hope you're never going to need it, <laughs> but you pay for it anyway, right? Exactly. So it's the same thing in business. You hope you're never going to need to use that insurance, but you're protecting your business in case something happens. 
Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. You, you hope you never need it, but, you know, in case you do, and it gives you peace of mind. At least you know you're you're protecting your business and you don't have to worry. That's one less thing to worry about. I mean, you have plenty to worry about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one less so thing. So if someone comes to you and, you know, they're starting a business or maybe they've been in business for a while, is that like one of the things that you go over with them is what insurance they currently have and maybe looking at other insurance policies they might need? Yes, I I do not sell insurance. I'm fee only, so I don't sell insurance. But mm-hmm. what I do is I review with the client what their needs are. You know, um, you know what policies they currently have. So I'll review the policy to just make sure that it's doing what they think it should be doing. And if there are holes, then well, what can we do to strengthen the policy so that it fully protects them? Mm-hmm. And so I, I review um, what they have, review what they need, and then I, I help them get the insurance um, mm-hmm. through the right uh, person. And, and usually that means, um, you know, finding the right insurance for your business really is is a lot like finding personal insurance. It, mm-hmm. it really is. Um you know, first, you really need to figure out, um, you know, assess your risks. You know, what what risk do you have for your business, for your industry? And then find a reputable licensed uh, agent to, to help you shop around. I, I prefer brokers where mm-hmm. they really have a full suite of options to shop around your personal situation so that you can find the insurance that is best for you and your your company, and and at the, the right price too. Right. Um, you know, especially here in California, there may be some California specific um, insurance that you you may need. So you should really um, shop around for the best um, insurance for your situation. Um, I I personally use um, Hiscox. It's H I S C O X. Uh, but but there are others out there, um, you know, I, for different types of insurance policies, and you know you can really go out there and and or you can even start with your current insurance um, agent if you if you have a really great relationship with them, they may offer you discounts. Right. If if, if mm-hmm. you know that type of insurance is something that they offer. Well, I was going to say brokers, again, I agree with you that brokers, they have a range of, you know, policies that they can, you know, look at for you and represent. And I have seen, you know, that some industries are preferred by certain companies, you know, so if you're, say, a restaurant, you know, a certain insurance company might see that as a higher risk or they're not as interested. So it might cost you more than if you're with another company. And so it is important to have someone who could really look at those levels for you and probably even tell you uh, for your business, what are the right deductibles or, you know, what are the limits that you should have for, you know, what you need to protect? Because that's a whole nother thing too. You know, how much should you have as a deductible? You know, what are those limits that you need to have? Because of course, the higher the insurance coverage you have, the more the cost is going to be, which comes back to cash flow. Oh. Uh, but again, you want to yes. protect yourself. And this is one of the areas where sometimes people think like, oh, cash is tight. Let me kind of cut back on insurance, right? Oh my gosh. Not not a great idea. Not a good idea. No. <laughs> right. No. So, so I totally agree with you, Candy. You know, mm-hmm. with with the insurance deductibles. Yeah, it all goes back to cash flow again because I prefer right. my clients to 
um, have a high deductible to lower mm-hmm. their premiums, but then with a high deductible, if something happens, you have to be in a situation to, to be able to fund the, right. the occasion. So, um, you know, it really does pay to, to have an a emergency fund, a cash mm-hmm. buffer, so that if needed, you, you can dip into that, but avoid the high premiums if you can. Right. I, I agree. So how often should someone evaluate the insurance for their business? Well, I would say at least once a year, they should really evaluate um, the coverage that they have. They should really take their policies, take a look at them, and maybe review it with a second person just to make sure that their understanding is correct of what they have. And uh, look to see if if anything has changed. Do you have a new business partner? Do you have... um, employees that, that need um, that are, are uh, change the situation um, your revenue level you know what whatever it is that that may have changed you know you should make sure that your insurance does reflect that mm-hmm. um, and you know you you also if and I know this may sound like a lot but if, if you can also evaluate is this the right um, cost you know am I paying too much for my insurance many times if you shop it around you may be able to, to lower your, your premium so it is best to periodically just verify that what you are paying is um, at market rate you don't you don't want to you know just keep paying and suddenly find out that you're really overpaying for what you're getting Right. That's true. I mean, again, as business owners, sometimes we're so busy just doing the day to day. We don't think about let's take the time to really look at that. But then again, working with a broker, that's where you could go back to them and say, hey, can you just check, make sure I'm in you know, the right policy and uh, that I'm paying the right amount? And they can definitely look and see if there's anything that's changed that might be better. Exactly. And that's why it's really good to uh, partner, you know, with an insurance agent or just someone who can take a look at it and give you that, that um, second opinion, because it's, it is hard to really, you know, kind of see what the policy is doing or what it should be doing for you. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you really do need some resources to help you with that. Right. Well, believe it or not, it's about time to take another quick break. So be sure to hang around to hear more from Angela Dorsey of Dorsey Wealth Management on things that can be done to avoid financial challenges. We'll be right back after a brief commercial break. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Tired of the get rich quick or how to flip home shows? Are you ready to step up your game and invest in commercial real estate? James Nelson, a top New York City broker, will show you step-by-step how to acquire, operate, and profit. You'll also hear from real estate legends on how they made their fortunes and industry experts on strategies for success. Tune into Real Estate Investing, live from New York, on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Business. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. 
Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to BizHelp for You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to BizHelp for You. Welcome back to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Today I'm chatting with Angela Dorsey of Dorsey Wealth Management. Let's find out a bit more information from Angela on what can be done to avoid some of the common financial challenges that a business faces. So Angela, let's talk about the last challenge that you had mentioned, which is protecting a business against a death disability or departure of the key people. What should entrepreneurs consider? Yes, this candy I have found to be the the biggest gap, <laughs> um, or one of the biggest gaps, I would say, because people don't want to think about their own death, or maybe the death of their partner, or disability, or maybe someone who they've established a really strong partnership leaving, and so um, without planning for this type of event, it could really cripple if not just um, close the business if it's not properly prepared for and you know because so many small businesses are so dependent on one or a few key employees if if suddenly they were not able to work it would result in a tremendous loss of revenue mm-hmm. and and so it's something that um you know, business owners need to prepare for. Um, I would say a simple case, if it's a solo entrepreneur, well, they need to have disability insurance. You know, it's as simple right. simple as that. But for those who, um, for companies that have, you know, more than one person, then there's other tools available. And some of the tools available to, to help with this are, um uh, one such tool is key person life and disability insurance. And um, this one is really good because it provides the business with cash compensation to help uh, replace a really costly loss. You know, let's say you have a business and um, it's a partnership, two people, uh, everything's going great. Um, and then one person suddenly dies, you know, that, that would 
essentially in most partnerships. Uh, what what it so I can explain what it does. A key person insurance is simply a it's a life insurance policy on both of the individuals in the business, and um, the company purchases this insurance policy on the key employee. The company pays the premiums and is the beneficiary of the policy. So mm-hmm. if that person unexpectedly um, dies, then the company receives that insurance payoff. Mm-hmm. And so it helps to fund um, the unexpected loss of, of that person. Right, now, which could include searching for the replacement or things, correct? Oh, absolutely. Searching for a replacement, um, you know, hiring, yeah, hiring new help or whatever is needed to, um, you know, provide, it just provides flexibility. It, pl- it, it provides some cash compensation to the company in case, um, uh, you know, uh, someone un- unexpectedly um, dies. So, mm-hmm. so that protects the, the company in that way. Um, another one, um, a buy-sell agreement. These are really great for, say, partnerships um, that can provide, um, it, it's like a contract to compensate a family um, and to provide a smooth ownership transition in the event of, of a partner's death. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it works very similar um, where a buy-sell agreement, you know, it is a, a legal contract, so you would need an attorney to, to draw this up for you. But it's a legal contract that outlines how a partner's share of a business would you know, how should it be handled if, if, if a, you have a partnership and, you know, one person suddenly dies, what happens? You know, what, what should happen to ensure the business is able to move forward and, um, you know, and that the families are compensated uh, for that, for their loss. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, the, so, so the business uh, would be reassigned if the partner dies or otherwise leaves the business. And so... Uh, most often, the buy-sell agreement specifies that the available available share uh, be sold to the remaining partners or to the mm-hmm. partnership. And so, again, you know, it's something that we don't like to think about or, um, you know, plan for. But, you know, as, as humans, you know, things happen. And yeah. I think, you know, with the the type of insurance that you have, then you you would need to be able to uh, just plan for things that, that happen. Uh, right. I know. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think this is important, not just if someone's going to pass away or something too, but I think everything needs to be spelled out so there's a complete understanding on each partner on, you know, what the expectations are. Because I've seen this happen where they have like an oral agreement and then one person remembers it one way and another person (laughs) remembers it another way. And Mm -hmm. now they're like not happy with each other because no, it was supposed to be that, you know what I mean? I've seen that a couple of times where like someone is telling me what they think it should be and the other person's telling me and I'm like, where's your agreement? They don't have it in writing, right? So I think it's super important, whether it's upon the death of someone or if you just are parting ways for whatever reason, making sure that that's spelled out. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, gosh, that that is so key that everything does need to be written down. There needs to be a document for everything. 
Mm-hmm. And also, you know, with protecting a, a business, you know, it's really a business protection plan. You, that really should be a, a document that mm-hmm. uh, is in place to, um, you know, just just cover any any unex, un, unpleasant, unexpected events that that may happen. And I mean, odds are it won't. Right. But, Again, like with insurance, you know, you, you hope that you won't use it, but if, if it is um, needed, it's there for you and it would definitely, um, you know, save the business and then also compensate the family. Right. Uh, well, I think the- what they have to consider, too, is let's say it's two friends that are starting a business, right? We're great friends. We've been friends for such a long time. We see, you know, we have this passion, you know, we're really excited about it. But running a business does stress that relationship because it's really difficult. You're putting in a lot of time. Money might be tight. You know, it makes it harder. And so that does cause some problems sometimes. And most of the time, like you said, people can work through that. But I've, you know, unfortunately, I've seen where people have just gone their separate ways because they just determine it's really not ideal. And just realizing, like, you might think it's great now, but plan for if it's not. (laughs) I, I completely agree. I think there's a statistic out there of how many partnerships actually fail. It's really high. Mm. You know, it's a very high number in terms of um, how many partnerships, um, you know, fail, I think, within the first three years. Um, but even, you know, if the partnership's going well, if, if someone, you know, becomes ill or someone unexpectedly dies, you know, how do you how do you handle that? And you know, to have a plan in place so that it, it's not devastating to all involved is, is a really good thing to do. Um, so I, I know we, we don't like to, to think about it, but I um, highly encourage, you know, my clients to, if, if the situation needs, you know, not everyone needs this, but mm-hmm. if you find that you are in a situation where, um, you know, there's, you know, a key person or um, a partnership and you just really need to protect the investments of both parties that this is a really smart thing to just sit down and um, document it and have it in place. And then you can just kind of, you know, forget it. It's there if we need it. And hopefully we don't. Right. So what would you coach someone then when they're needing to put this in place, say there's, you know, two partners or something, would you actually sit down with them and, you know, throw out all these ideas of what they need to cover and then have them go to an attorney or do you just have them go directly to an attorney? Like what would be that process that you would recommend for that protection plan? Yeah, the the process would be first to assess your risks. You know, it's a lot like personal insurance. Okay, well, what, what would be the risks here? Um, is it needed? Um, and then after they know what their risks are, then I would help them outline, well, this is what you should put in place so that when they do go to um, an attorney um, or <clears throat> if it is some sort of insurance to um, an agent, at least both parties have thought through what is important and what they they want Um because it's very overwhelming. There's so many options out there, and it's very easy to overspend on insurance. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you don't want to do that. But I, I really help them figure out, you know, this is what you, you would need to have, and then, you know, set them on their way to, to um, implement it, execute it with an with insurance agent mm-hmm. or an attorney if it's an agreement. 
Right. And I know when you were talking about like that key employee and you were talking about the owners, um, you know, I would assume though, too, let's say there's a business that has, you know, just a regular employee that's on payroll, that's not an owner, but they're considered like a key employee. I don't know if it, maybe it's a salesperson or maybe it's, you know, their accounting person or something. Can they also have that insurance on that particular employee too, or is it more just for the owners or partners of the company? No, they certainly can, but that employee has to be critical to the operations. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't just have insurance policies on all of your employees. I think right, they're right, famous right. case about that. <laughs> right. No, but I was thinking of you know right. like a small business that mm-hmm. the owners are already working you know crazy hours and they are dependent upon the help oh. of this other person. Yes. You know, um, can that be something that they would consider? And of course, they'd have to talk with the employee or something about that too. But I was just wondering. You know, most of the time, I'm sure it's more the officers or, you know, the partners or something talking about it. But since it's key employee that doesn't say officer, you know, insurance, I figured maybe businesses might want to consider that. Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Usually it, it is um, pretty much just the, the owner, partner. But with a small business, you know, there could be a very key person who is not mm-hmm. at the executive level. So it really does depend on the business. So, mm-hmm. yeah, to clarify, it does not have to be the owner. Right. So are there any other issues that you think are, you know, critical or you've seen that maybe we haven't touched on, you know, today, but they would be helpful for the entrepreneur at least to be aware of that these are issues that you have seen or that you help with? Well, I think, you know, um, just to wrap up the, the business protection plan, um, you know, you want to make sure – that the family is fairly compensated um, for the business that they've built and that the right people take over in their absence. So um, to have a overall comprehensive protection plan that can provide the continuity and protect your business, uh, should the owner or the key person, um, you know, with loss or become disabled is, is just so key. And um, so along with the protection of the business, um, another area (laughs) to answer your question, I'm getting to, um, to answer your question, the the owner should also have in place personal uh, estate planning documents. You Mm -hmm. know, I talk to my clients all the time about this. And again, we don't like to face our own death. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, having estate planning documents such as a will, a trust, healthcare directives to protect your personal assets is just so key. And, um, you know, with your, your business documents, they really do um, intertwine with your personal documents, such as your will and trust and healthcare directives. But, you know, you, you can't have one or the other. They really need to, you really need to have both. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, I know we're mainly focusing on business perspective but from but it's good for them to think about Mm -hmm. yeah they really need so with that an estate planning attorney would would help them come up with um with with that right yeah this has been a great discussion today Uh, believe it or not we're coming you know to the close of our show so i wanted to ask if you have an offer that you would like to share with the listeners and how can listeners connect with you well they, they can uh, look at my website, um, dorseywealth.com, and they could schedule 
a um, 30 minute um, phone call. Um, what I could offer is a, consul- a free consultation if someone wants to just talk about, you know, have us discuss, well, what what are their concerns and, you know, what would be the best way to maybe take the first step to addressing their concerns so that maybe they could sleep at night? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, have a little peace of mind just knowing, well, what would the first step be or, you know, whether it's a very large issue or maybe it's a small one. Um, you know, I'm here to to definitely help and, um, um, you know, set them on their way so that they can know what, what the plan is. So I'd recommend, um, you know, either scheduling a 30-minute introductory call, or they can send me an email and we can, um, you know, schedule a free consultation. I'm here in Torrance, and so we can meet them here in my office, or we can have a Zoom meeting for clients who aren't here locally. Okay, perfect. And can you give your phone number in case anyone wants to reach you that way? Oh, sure, absolutely. My phone number is 310-370-7776. Perfect. Well, thank you, Angela, so much for being a guest on my show. And then thank you for listening today. I hope you found this topic interesting and that it answered some questions about what you can do to help navigate financial challenges of being a business owner. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Angela at any of the links that she shared, or you can send us a message at media at abandp.com. Next week's topic is how a harmonious office affects your success. I hope you can join us for this presentation. And please remember, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is www.abnp.com. Links can be found on my Voice America page. Remember to tune in each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you can't join us for the live show, you can find the episode saved on the business channel on www.voiceamerica.com or find the podcast posted on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to BizHelp For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a terrific week.